Iowa. What do people think when they think about Iowa? Corn, farmland, boring? Honestly, people who have never lived in Iowa do not know how much talent we have and how much of a blank canvas Iowa truly is. But what happens when you feel like you have done it all? Already taken over the city, and what's next? Well, what about putting it on the map? Our next guest has truly been grinding since day one and putting Iowa on the map. I personally saw him at his first ever event, putting out his collection, and not even selling 5 shirts. I kid you not. Now, he almost always sells out. People I don't even know come up to me and ask me, Yo, you know Miller? Of course. His story is truly inspirational and I hope you all take something from it. No matter where you are, no matter the situation you are put in, you too can be successful. Please welcome our very special guest at this time, my brother, Miller McCoy from Human Clothing. So please, please welcome our very, very special guest. Um, first off, I want to thank you, um, of course, for you know, having the time. Uh, what time do you have to leave the, back over there? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. in the morning. Wow. 10 a.m. I, I appreciate it, bro. Had to get this interview quick. And, uh, you know, especially I was going back yesterday because I didn't know you were coming today. And I was listening to a couple of the episodes that we were doing. And I, of course, listened to the one that we did. And... Um, it's crazy how far you've come and like I'm like yo that's I've seen you from start to finish. No, not I should not finish. finish. No, not finish, but from start to where you're at now. Um it's crazy, man. Um go ahead and introduce you, yourself bro. for the people that they should Word. know who you are, but if they don't, go ahead <laughs> Word, and introduce yeah. yourself. Yeah, what's going on guys? Uh my name is Miller McCoy from right here Iowa, born and raised my whole life. Um yeah, I'm into the fashion scene, into the design scene and brand management scene. Um, and, uh, yeah, I own a uh, human clothing, uh, as well as manage a couple other brands and, uh, starting a couple other brands as well. For sure. Um, I want to ask you first things first, uh, how's life been? Man, life's been crazy. Life's been, yeah, uh, life's been really good. You know, since last time we were on the podcast, we've mm -hmm. done another, uh, pop-up since then, had a few more collections and everything of that nature. Um, and then after our most recent pop-up, uh, I actually, uh, went out and moved out to Los Angeles. Um, I'm living in Santa Monica, um, and, uh, I'm working with, uh, a, a group of, well, mainly a designer named Sharon Barber. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm his personal assistant as well as manage his brands. For sure. Um, what, did you ever think you were going to ever be doing that when you first got into clothing? Cause I, I know that's like a huge step, especially to be doing that. Like someone, you're not just doing your own thing, but you're actually, 
managing some businesses and or, or you know trying to build some other different businesses and on top of that um working for someone like him who designs a lot of yeah stuff for celebs and stuff like yeah that. so like no when i first got into fashion you know i mean obviously the yeah that's always been like the goal mm -hmm. you know is to do something well no the goal is always to be for me to be in Sharon's position mm -hmm. but uh you know for me to get there i have to do the base work and you yeah. know i feel like this is another part of the base work this is did I ever expect to be in the position I'm currently in? No. Mm -hmm. And did I ever expect to work with Sharon Barber? No. Mm -hmm. But did I expect to find, you know, work for somebody? Did mm -hmm. I expect to, you know, uh, find brands and find mentors and things like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, that I worked. Mm -hmm. I, everything I did in Iowa around the fashion industry and around this whole industry was just so I can go find that the next mentor go find go find the you know a, a bigger mentor who can actually show me and kind of um, walk me through a lot of the steps in the real fashion industry not just you know because I, I know I know how to make a design on Photoshop get a screen printed and drop it I know how to do that you yeah. know but how do I, I don't know how to get into PacSun I don't mm -hmm. know how to get high-end clients I don't mm -hmm. know how to work with manufacturers and sourcing fabrics and all this so, so those are the things now that did I ever expect to learn it the way I'm currently learning it? Hell no. Mm -hmm. But did I expect to learn it? Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. And you brought up a good point how you said that it's kind of like the learning. You, you got to learn in order to get there. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people nowadays, especially, they just want a free ride to the top. There's one. There's yeah, one. Either. Yeah. You, they don't. Instant gratification. Do you think it's important to yeah. have to take those like baby steps and get in, in there? You know what I mean? Right. Right. It, no, it, it, it is super important, you know, mm -hmm. as you know, as I know, as you know, if you're really in this industry, like it, okay, so you can kind of relate that where people, you know, it, some people at work, some people, whatever, they make something goes viral overnight, mm -hmm. boom, they got a, they got a cool brand, whatever, overnight, but the longevity of that brand isn't sustainable. Okay. Their brand has gone as big as it can go within the first year mm -hmm. or so, you know, and then it's just going to drop off. It's not a sustainable brand because they didn't do the groundwork. They didn't do the base work. They can't, they're the brands that have done the base work and everything like that, well, they're just going to fight them out. You know, mm -hmm. they're just going to, we're just going to work you out of business type of deal, yeah. you know? And, um, so, uh, yeah, the base work is crazy important and you can't get to the top without doing the base work. You mm -hmm. might get there for a year, mm -hmm. you know, you like some of those musicians, you know, like a lot of musicians coming up, you know, on, they'll, they'll make that one song they'll drop a banger, you know, they're, they're hot for a couple months. And then no one cares about them. That's true. If you don't do the base work, that's the position you're going to end up in. Mm -hmm. um, it, I've I've honestly thought about that a lot too because I feel like once people do get to that point where like they'll they'll be working on say like music or maybe even a drop or something like that, they'll be working on it and then they get their first like hint or lick of um, fame or like they're yeah, like okay you know it, it it paid off yeah and then like they'll just like stop working harder. Yeah. Do you think it's important as soon as you get that first little thing of, you know what, this might be working out, I'm getting more attention, I'm getting more followers, I'm getting more business and stuff like that, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to calm down. No. Do you think it should be the opposite? The, that's when you start to work. Yeah. You haven't started working yet until mm -hmm. you hit that point. Once you hit that point, now you can start working. Yeah. You you were making breakfast mm -hmm. before you hit that point. Yeah. And then you ate your, the first piece of bacon was ready, so you ate your first piece of bacon. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to make the pancakes, the eggs. It's time to eat. It's time to really put in the work. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. 
Super important. <laughs> um, how's life uh, different compared to Iowa, bro, over there in LA? Yeah, I mean, so right now, you know, it's all it's still on lockdown, quarantine, and yeah. stuff. But let, let's just put quarantine aside, right? Let's we got normal life. Let's mm-hmm. let's just think of it that way. Like, um, life here is it, it, it's at a controlled pace. It's everything here is, you know, pretty well in control. You know, mm-hmm. there's no n- nothing's really gonna jump out of a trash can freak you out you know mm-hmm. whereas you're walking down la well there's three crackheads in that trash can having <laughs> sex right now that's the difference between iowa and la yeah. you know like and also in la there's a level of freedom mm-hmm. where you don't have an iowa and iowa you know there's other people clearly in the in this field and then when you're in iowa um you kind of uh i, I don't really, really know how to say this that that you kind of feel like they're watching you or not watching you, but they're like trying to trying to work with you or not work with you, trying to compete with you yeah. and everything like that. But when like over in Los Angeles, obviously there's a obviously there's more competition. However, there's so many people there, and it's just such a mind freeing place mm-hmm. where it feels there's a great level of freedom where it's like I can dress how I want to dress, I can make what the hell I want to make and wear mm-hmm. what the hell I want to wear. And I'm not going to get judged. No one's going to care. Yeah. You know, hell, they don't even care about the naked crackhead in the street right now. Yeah. Why are they going to care about me? Because I got a little shiny tooth or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like something like that. Like or a shiny here, belt. Yeah. And then here in Iowa, it's like, why the hell you got crystals all over your belt, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The funny thing is, I actually had someone ask me that when I went out. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm being serious. It, it, yeah. it, it, I've, I, I've been, we've been say, asked yeah, that. Yeah. Like straight up. I'm always getting criticized for the belt and it's like it's it's who I am it's, yeah. my, it's my fashion it's sense fire. you don't leave me be yeah. it's fire yeah it's fire you either, you either dig it or you don't sure um, how do you think moving to LA shaped you as a person you know especially cause when we first spoke you had some uh, a lot of big dreams and stuff like that how do you think it shaped you so far moving over there yeah so like we were speaking about earlier I had to do a lot of the groundwork mm-hmm. you know and a lot of the groundwork Iowa is who I am I, mm-hmm. I'm an Iowa kid mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm not I'm not Mr. California I'm Mr. Mm-hmm. Iowa mm-hmm. you know I, Iowa's my place and um, I shouldn't say my place but it's my home mm-hmm. and um, you know it, Iowa shaped me a lot more than California shaped me and um, going out to Los Angeles you know it, I don't I don't have a lot of friends out there. I don't mm-hmm. know a lot of people. I have my work and I have one homie mm-hmm. and that's about it. And I, homie lives on the complete opposite side of LA than me. So it's not like we see each other all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's weird because I'm, I've never really been fully alone, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, I've had my own place and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but you you know, I've always, roommates. yeah, I've always had roommates or I've always lived close to home, mm-hmm. you know, where I can go back and stuff. But no, this time is it's different, you know? So it, it, I don't know if it's shaping me as much as it is just growing me, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm having to adapt and just. I, this might sound stupid to some people, but learn how to be on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, I've lived on my own since I was like when, seventeen or eighteen, yeah. but like that's not really your own when you have roommates. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. The, the, so when you, you when you say on your own, you mean by like having no friends and having that kind of fallback of like, hey, you know. Yeah, I I, I, I can't call my mom. Mm-hmm. And you know, so, say I'm having a horrible day. Mm-hmm. I can't call my mom and be like, "Hey, mom, can you care if I come over for you know an hour and we can eat or you know mm-hmm. we can hang out?" No, I I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I got to go to my room, yeah. turn on the TV. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, or or, or sit, sit by my sewing machine. Mm-hmm. 
or just find a you, different way to yeah. like de-stress and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's it's just it's helping me grow and it's helping me learn and mature. Mm-hmm. Um, but all around, it's it's helping out in a lot of different aspects in life. For sure. Um, anything you miss from home that you don't have over there? And we kind of just spoke hell about yeah, that. bro. Yeah. Friends, 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 man. I I miss company. I miss. Mm-hmm. I miss this dude. Like I, I miss, man. Like I miss everybody. And and honestly, so one thing I miss, one thing I do miss is mm-hmm. Iowa is so green. Like this time of year, mm-hmm. it is so green outside. You were telling me this after I picked you up from the airport. Yeah, like you, you right after I got off the airplane and mm-hmm. as we drove right out of the airport, I was like, dude, I forgot how green Iowa is. What do you mean by green? Like just the trees. Just the grass. nature, mm-hmm. grass, trees, everything like that. Because here's the thing: out in Los Angeles, there's no grass. Well, the some areas have grass, a little mm-hmm. bit of grass. Majority of grass in Los Angeles, though, astroturf. Mm-hmm. It's not real grass. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of the trees, you know, um, yeah, there's like a lot of palm trees, mm-hmm. but there's, yeah, they're pretty, but they're not that green. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just a really long tusk, and at and the then, very top is green. Yeah. So at eye level, all you see is buildings, cement, and palm tree. You know, and the tusk of palm trees. You don't see green. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't see, see grass. And yeah. Cars and. You know so. That's one thing I really miss is just how green and lush everything is here around this time of year. Um, looking back at part one, we spoke about some of your biggest like goals. Obviously, with everything that's been going on, um, stuff has like moved really slow. Yeah. Um, is there anything that was canceled for you over there in LA due to like everything that's going on? Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> my whole entire moving thing. So originally, I was moving out there, uh, and I had an internship. Uh, through a lady named Amy Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've seen the show um, uh, Next in Fashion on Netflix, oh, yeah. she's the executive producer of that. Nice. So she's the one that casted everybody for the mm-hmm. show, basically put the whole show together. So I was supposed to be interning with her mm-hmm. and working with her and even on some of the sets and Next in Fashion and stuff like that. However, they had to stop filming. and ev- like Literally the week I moved out there, they went on lockdown. Damn. So... They, you know, I, I was gonna, I was gonna try to run a pop up right as I got out there. I was gonna and bring Simon with me. We were gonna mm-hmm. do an on street Melrose pop up, human and human human and BB Simon pop up on Melrose in Los Angeles. But they, you know, everything went on lockdown, mm-hmm. so we couldn't do it. Um, so you know, I missed out on that. Missed out with working with Amy Bond. Missed out on, you know, just kind of having a normal life ish, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, however. It it presented itself with a lot of different opportunities in its own mm-hmm. way, you know. And it, with it being on lockdown and mm-hmm. everything like that, um, I've had to just, you know, I was getting really creative. I had a, I did have a roommate. Um, he had to move out, but uh, originally at that time we were just doing going crazy with weird photo shoots in the house, making you know photo studios all around our house, mm-hmm. recording videos, just you know making content, still trying to be creative and everything and. You know, I'm still kind of on that and still just kind of pushing with all of that. Like, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Can um, I ask you something real quick? Yeah. So, do you think that, like, how do you think moving to L.A. when you did, like, how do you think that's affected your life? Whereas, if you would have moved before when you were supposed to and gotten that internship with Amy Bond and all that, like, do you feel you're in a better place now than where you would have been? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, and we won't ever know. Yeah. However, I'm 
very happy with the place I'm currently in. I'm very happy with all the work I've been doing lately. Um, and I'm very pleased with the environment I'm surrounded with on a daily basis, the people I'm by, everything like that. I'm not, you know, I'm very happy with all of it. Yeah. So I don't know if I could answer that question appropriately. You know, I don't know if I would, would have been happier working mm -hmm. with Amy as opposed to Sharon per yeah. se, but, um, ideally, I mean, I'd like to be able to do both, both yeah. you know? Right. Um, I, I have always told myself everything happens for a reason. Amen. Um, I've, there's been opportunities that were presented to me before in the past. Um, and then for some reason they didn't work out. And then in the future, I'm like, yo, I'm so glad I did not do that because yeah. of how things turned out. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. We might not know why that reason is at that moment, Amen. but later on in the line, we'll be like, okay, you know what? That's why that happened. And so like, can that. I say something kind of funny about yeah. that? All right. So there's this dude named Jay Carly mm -hmm. and Jay Carly is like a Lil Mosey's and soldier boys stylist mm -hmm. and a couple other people stylist. Mm -hmm. But, uh, he had hit me up <clears throat> like this was like a year or two ago. He had hit me up asking for some drip, asked mm -hmm. for some clothes for soldier boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's weird. I haven't heard his name in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but yeah, Soldier Boy shit. That'd be, you know, that'd be pretty fire. Rock is mm -hmm. a human. Yeah. Like, let me see what I could, see what I can get into. So, you know, I, I, a couple of days later, I'm getting ready to message him because I, you know, put together a few things. Mm -hmm. Before I message him, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see Soldier Boy gets arrested for kidnapping his girlfriend <laughs> and locking her up in her, in her garage or something <laughs> crazy like that. And I was like, you know what? Thank God I did not work with Soldier Boy. That would not be a good face on human. Like oh, no, it would. You know, it would have been so all. bad if the, if his, if uh, they got him. You know, coming out his his house arrested and handcuffs with a human. <laughs> he's wearing yeah, human. I yeah, like, I was gonna say like the mugshot of like, him, like human. Oh. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. All pub no publicity is bad publicity, but uh, that's not necessarily the publicity. You yeah, want. That, that's not the publicity I want, man. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> Um, also, looking back, is there any goals that were uh, you were able to achieve? Because I know we spoke in part one. Um, you had some goals that you wanted to achieve. Is there anything that you did end up achieving so far? Yeah. So um, some goals I have achieved were I I did some pretty nice pop-ups mm -hmm. and actual collections. You know, I, I, I did some real deal collections. Amen. Um, some more goals I achieved is I actually I got, I got pretty decent at sewing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm, I can actually fully make my own piece. If I have... A piece I want to make in my head. You can do I, it. I can I've make seen it. this. I've you know, seen I, it happen. <laughs> like one morning, I get a text from Miller, and it's, dude, I I don't know what to do. I'm gonna sew. Not 15 minutes later, he's posting Instagram pics. Oh, got a cardigan just made. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, so that's actually a big goal of mine was really to get good with the sewing machine. Mm -hmm. And I know you would always go live and it would always be you sewing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I spent my hours behind that yeah. machine, man. Like, Don't we all know it, man. Yeah. And also, BB Simon stuff, you know. Yeah, and a dream of mine would honestly to be working in a position I'm working in now. For sure. Um, That's really cool, though, because I feel like a lot of people... I mean, I wish we would have recorded everything, to be honest. Yeah. The first day that you did that that event at Iowa Soul. Yeah. Going from that to now. Oh my gosh. To even think about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, if you haven't already, which you should already know, when you first did your first ever like actual launch, it was, I remember it was a human 
Um, yin yang. Yin yang, baby. The yin yang drip. The yin yang drip. Yeah. It was a melting yin yang. Looked like the yin yang logo was dripping on the back of the shirt. Um, going from that now, like your mindset, how how much has your mindset changed on human alone? A human alone, it's changed a lot. So like, uh, when I first was starting it, mm-hmm. and around then, I didn't think of like the velocity that it could get, or like the the reach I could really kind of have. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the time I was looking for. I, I was finding something that mm-hmm. was. Making me feel, making me feel passionate, mm-hmm. and making me, you know, because as you know, I was coming out of a little rough place around that time, yeah. I, and it was giving me like hope and good feelings yeah. and everything, and so I didn't really think that it could actually get kind of like big, big. quote unquote yeah. big. You know what I mean? Like I didn't think it it could actually kind of do what it's been doing, but it after you know after I really stuck with it and after. I set kind of, kind of once I got my first lick, like mm-hmm. what we were talking about for earlier. Once I got my yeah. first taste, I wouldn't say of fame, but I would say of success, of some success, of yeah. some success. Um, you know, with with product selling, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Not only do I like these, and not only do I get satisfaction from making these pieces, mm-hmm. but other people, but do other too. people clearly are getting satisfaction too. And that feeling is so much more than me just giving myself satisfaction. Mm-hmm. You know, and so once I started to really understand that, and really understand that. I can play an impact in a life, like mm-hmm. like literally, uh, I could change someone's life. Once I started grasping that, I really understood that I can really kind of amp this up to the next level. You know, I I, I can I can you really can brand this, this to yeah. to something something a whole hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's it's recently what we've really been trying to, trying to work on. Um, I agree. Um, I wanted to talk about, you said something a little bit, um, I, I want to say before, um, you spoke how right now you've changed, you, you know, you've seen you change people's lives. Obviously, something that can change people's lives too is a tattoo. Um, what have you thought about like all the people getting tattoos on them and stuff like that? Man, that is straight love. Yeah. That is straight love. I'm, I'm sitting right next to the man himself that... Well, this was actually the second person mm-hmm. that got human tatted on, but he got nice big on his chest with the red M. Man, that That's is right there for yeah, life. Yeah, that right is for, for life. life. And so, I personally have yet to get one. I don't have a single tattoo. Will human be my first tattoo? Yeah, it'll be my first tattoo. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, the it the message of human once mm-hmm. i once i under, was understanding that it it has an impact you know mm-hmm. it, it has the ability to change and stuff like that once i understood that that's when i started really pushing a message pushing an agenda with human pushing mm-hmm. equality pushing you know f- fairness quote unquote fairness you know what mm-hmm. i mean like um that's when i started to kind of realize i'm playing a bigger impact in these ki- people's lives and well, i'm getting kids hitting me up saying they're getting tattoos like, yo, you want my design because you want to show it to a tattoo dude? Like, wh- all right, whatever. You know, I, at first I never really believed anything. And then at the second pop-up I had, the first person, Michaela Osmond, walked in with her tattoo and showed it to me on my wrist. Mm-hmm. The second I saw that tattoo, I looked at her. I was like, there's no way in hell this is real, but this is real. Like, yeah. Like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, man, it this thing is just... Next person, next person, next person, next person, and that—it's not like we have like a hundred. We we have six. Mm-hmm. We got six people with the human but tattoo. But I think even one though. Like, even one. Yeah. Even one because it, that's 
that's the proof I can change a life. Yeah. Not me, not me, but human. Human. Yeah. That's the proof that human can change a life. If it's meant so much to you that you're going to embed it onto your body permanently. Yeah. Not just the memories in your head forever, but mm. some, but human is on your body where others can see it forever, and it's on your freaking wrist. Yeah, that's not you can't hide that. You can't like, hide that. That's really hard to hide. Yeah, and it's um, right next to her, her hand. Like can't you wear a sleeve? Well, you know, hard to hide. Yeah, like, that's true. Um, I also want to go back to you said you spoke a little bit about uh, about BB. Yeah. Um, what was the inspiration be like for like what you did recently with him? The shirts yeah. and stuff like that. So the shirts. Shirts are actually kind of a funny story. Um, so right after I did the belts, mm-hmm. Simon and I were still talking and everything, and he he, he himself just started to do the t-shirts mm-hmm. right as we did the belts. So he was like, "Yo, we should do these t-shirts too," you know. And so I was like, "Oh yeah, that you know that'd be really cool." And you know, in my head, it's it's a t-shirt. Like, granted, I I knew it was Simon, and mm-hmm. I just didn't know the tag on it, you know. And, what do you uh, mean at the tag, like the, like the actual yeah, the, shirt itself? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know the, the price tag. The brand, yeah. I didn't. Well, no, no, no. The no, brand no. or the price tag? I didn't know the price tag. Mm. I didn't know the price tag on the shirts. Okay. And so, and I had asked him, you know, yeah, yeah you know, shoot me over the quote, whatever. We'll we'll get it figured out. He's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and order all the uh, crystals and all your t-shirts and stuff. When I get going on the t-shirts, send you over the quote. Sends me over the quote and it's damn near seven thousand dollars for fifty mm. t-shirts. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm kind of freaking out, right? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I just did these belts with you, man. Like, I, I've got a lot, you know, I got a lot of things I got to pay for. Like, man, I seven racks for I'm nineteen right now. Like, I got rent tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> like, rent ain't cheap man. in California. Well, <laughs> well, I wasn't in California. In California I, yeah. Yeah. Rent ain't cheap. Period. Yeah. yeah. But, but right. So you know, um. So yeah, basically, uh, I called him right away, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't do this right now. You're going to have to give me some time. Mm-hmm. He understood. He said, all right. We stayed in top contact, you know, from here, from then until now. And um, and then, you know, when I got out there, I was texting with him, um, and, uh, you know, he, he, rem- he goes, hey, so Miller, you remember those t-shirts? Yeah. He goes, well, I still got them. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, come on through the shop. So I run down, get in my car, drive over to Orange County. We go to the t-shirt store. I'm with uh, my partner, Rylan. Mm-hmm. We go to uh, B.B. Simon's store over in Orange County. You know, he, meet, he pulls up in his BMW i8, opens the door for us, lets us all in. And we see them all just sitting on his clothing rack, like in the front of his store, like for sale. Like he's like been selling them. Front of the house. <laughs> like front of the house, like he's, he's selling them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... Uh, word, these are the shirts. The, you know, these are sweet. First time seeing them on, on person. So I, I grab all the mm-hmm. shirts and stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, people have really been liking them. <laughs> I look at him, I say, Simon, what, uh, I'm sorry, what did you say, Simon? <laughs> people really like those shirts. I've been selling them, man. Oh, They're God. really nice. People really like them. So you've been selling the human shirts <laughs> out of the BB Simon store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah, let me get the rest of these shirts. I'm out of here. <laughs> but no, it was it was all love. Like you know, it, there was just it was just funny. Yeah. yeah, it was just funny that you know, I had placed this order almost. This almost, man's like, I'm getting my money. Yeah. yeah he's like, you know what? You don't pick them up. I'm just gonna sell them anyway. <laughs> right. So there's random people that don't know human clothing that are walking around wearing a human shirt, shirt yeah. right now. <laughs> it's, cool. Yeah. Um, is there any other brand that you would like to work besides with BB? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of brands I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, one brand I'm currently managing, DR14. That's a brand I want to work with. Um, we're a high-end brand. We're found in Dover Street Market, Barney's, Saks Fifth Ave, stuff like that. Um, and uh, then another brand I really want to work with is Enchanted Armor. Mm-hmm. They're um, an Instagram-based uh, brand, and they do a lot of um, really crazy cut-and-sew work. Mm-hmm. They, rake, they make avant-garde sort of stuff that, you know... I, I enjoy making and looking at and mm. things of that nature. Yeah. Um, and another person I'd really like to work with, I know this is like, uh, I don't know if it'd like ever happen, mm. but like Tom Ford. Tom Ford. Tom Ford. Like he, he's a goat, bro. Like, Why would you want to work with Tom Ford? All right. So like no one really knows this about Tom Ford. Everybody just thinks of Tom Ford as um, the glasses dude. You yeah. know, he makes fire glasses, whatever. Mm. But no, so before Tom Ford was actually making glasses, mm-hmm. he was actually the creative director for Gucci, mm-hmm. like in the 90s and stuff like that. And so when he was the creative director for Gucci, he was actually making a ton of like underwear, lingerie, and like, I was going to sound a little weird, but like a uh, gay wear. Mm-hmm. But there's just something that I have, um, like the Tom Ford lookbook. Mm-hmm. And in the first part of his lookbook, he's got some of the images from from when he was working with Gucci and there's just something about you know during that time frame too like just the rawness and the 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 explicitiveness mm-hmm. and just the creativity behind behind him was so bold mm-hmm. and just sharp that I was like damn like that like that's power you know for a designer mm-hmm. to be able to you're working with like Gucci like the largest like one of the largest brands and you're dropping gay wear mm-hmm. not men's wear <laughs> not women's wear Gay wear. wear, yeah, like that's bold, especially in the nineties. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, back then, especially was, in the nineties. Yeah, like today it'd be, be whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, but back then it was just like a big no. Yeah. yeah, um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about some controversy too. Yeah, um, there was. I know you did like a fur. I don't know. I know it was a fur. I don't. It wasn't a coat, but it was like. A, <laughs> oh God! You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know exactly you know where I mean. we're going with this. Uh, it was my coat. Your coat, man. My coat, so man. You, you, you dropped that, and I'm like, yo, this is fire. This is next level. Yup. You know all this type of stuff, and I actually showed my wife, and I was like, and I was, and she was like, hey, what designer made that? I'm like Miller. Yeah. Like, and she's like, wow, that that's next level. I wore I that haven't, coat at CultureCon. I was like, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything like that. And then you make a post. Boom. Kim Kardashian. Kim K steals me. Yeah. What? And I'm not even capping on that. <laughs> I'm not even capping Can on that. Can you explain to us like what happened with Yeah. That? All right. So I run it back from the from the jump. Yeah. So there's a dude named Kerwin Frost. Mm-hmm. Kerwin Frost is Kanye West's like one of his best friends, mm-hmm. lifelong best friends, and he's a good friend of the Kardashians as well, and like the family of the Kardashian. Like he's he runs he's the host at like their Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- th- like like he's in their family, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he also helps out. Uh, Kerwin Frost is a fashion, uh, fashionista, fashion designer, model. He does podcasts, whole bunch of, uh, whole bunch of work. Mm-hmm. But uh, he owns a couple brands and he does a lot of design work. And he does design work with KKW, Kim Kardashian West, yeah. and, and her brands and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Kerwin and I, um, this was right after I dropped the BB Simon t-shirts. And so I'm yeah. messaging off my human account. You know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hitting up all these influencers. Hey, um, check out these BB Simon tees. Well, I, actually, Rylan was the one that sent the message to Kerwin Frost oh, saying, really? hey, check out this BB Simon shirt. Word. So the next morning I wake up and Kerwin's message back. And it, it, was, it wasn't it was anything like, it was like, oh, word, like, nice shirt, whatever. 
And so we're just talking on for a couple minutes, just a normal mm-hmm. conversation, right? And then it gets down to kind of closing time of the conversation. And before I say goodbye, as a big joke, it made it completely jokingly, I mm-hmm. send a message of my coat and the coat Kim Kardashian West had just released that day, mm-hmm. or maybe the day before or something. And it is almost identical. It's literally identical. It is, it's, it is identical. Absolutely identical. To my coat. Yeah. And I send, I send the side-by-side picture to Kerwin Frost, and I, I just say jokingly, hey, bro, tell your girl to stop copying my swag. Mm-hmm. Instant reply, shut the fuck up. What? And then boom, yes. and just starts starts going off on me, telling me I'm gonna be a nobody, telling me I'm not gonna make it in the industry. I he knew your my, name yeah, too. Uh, hey, telling me to keep my mouth shut, telling me all this stuff, right? Wow. And so I I just start and I'm messaging him off the human account, not mm-hmm. my personal account, the human account. And so you know I I'm, I'm messaging him like, hey man, like I'm not looking for this. Like I I was just kind of trying sure. to mess around, whatever. And then he hits me with, okay, Miller. Dude, I'm messaging off of human mm-hmm. clothing. There's yeah. nothing that says Miller on my it page. It says human. And so, so he says, okay, Miller, right? Mm-hmm. And so I reply back with, how, you, how the hell do you know my name? Spooky. Mm-hmm. I go to my personal page. Kerwin Frost has me blocked oh. on Miller McCoy. So that being said, he knew my name. Mm-hmm. He, he knew he had seen my work. He had seen my coat. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had seen it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without me even knowing or anything like that. And, and, and him get well, okay. Granted, I don't know if she really stole it. I don't. I feel like she did. I feel like she did I, too. I, I, yeah, me and too. And the only reason why I really feel like she did isn't because it looks similar. Is only because of how Kerwin reacted. If Kerwin right. would have reacted by sending me like a laughing emoji, like what I was honestly expecting him to do, like oh, I would have been like, I would have, I would have been like, oh, word, like. I would have thought he would have been like, oh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, like, yeah or something like that, bro. But, but he no. went straight defensive. Yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. Dang, yeah, that's crazy. And, and there then, was no buildup from that. And either. it was just like, go, yeah, would, and then just started unleashing on me. I got a couple screenshots, and then he started unsending every message and geez. hit me on that block button real quick. You know what's crazy? My boss, right? My yeah. current boss, Sharon. Him and Kerwin are friends. Oh, what? <laughs> 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 Kerwin and Sharon are friends. So the other day when I was telling Sharon this story, mm-hmm. Sharon was like. Oh, really? <laughs> he was looking at me like, man, let me have a talk with Kerwin. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, waiting for the day I'm unblocked. But. There you go. At least I'm waiting for the day all hell breaks loose in L.A. Yeah. That's, the, that's, uh, that's one step, too. You know, right? maybe something bigger in the future. Yeah. Um, obviously, the fashion game is, like, really different in L.A., um, when you first got there in L.A., did you did it make you take a step back and be like, like was it kind of like, did it inspire you more, or was it like, oh dang, like, I maybe there's a lot of competition here. Yeah. Maybe this isn't for me. Did yeah, you no. ever have those type of thoughts when you got there? Uh, here's the thing. I knew. I've just known if I wanted to make it mm-hmm. in this industry, yeah. I'm not gonna make it in Iowa. I, I what I want to do. I can only go, I can only do so much of it in Iowa before I'm going to hit plateau or before I'm going to hit the roof or the ceiling or whatever. And out there, yeah, you know, obviously it's very intimidating. I walk out of my manufacturer house and I see the fuck you want dudes walking in front of me. Like they're one of the biggest up and coming brands on Instagram right now. I'm like, holy shit. Walking into my same manufacturer's building. Like they're using the dudes that I'm using with DR14 and shit. Like, so like, yeah, a part of it is intimidating, but a part of it, I'm hungry. You know yeah. what it is? It's it's like, 
I'm one of those dudes where I feed off pressure. If I got the pressure on me, if I'm sweating, you know, if I got the beads of sweat going down my face, that's when I'm going to hit the home run. Yeah. That's that's when I'm going to take it out of the park. So, like, I don't know if... I'm just a little weird when it comes to the pressure and those type of things. I enjoy pressure and some sorts of anxiety. I think that's that's kind of good, man. Especially when you're playing those type of situations. I feel like a lot of people break under pressure. Yeah. But you use that as an inspiration and you're hungry, obviously. Um, what's been your toughest hurdle since you moved to L.A.? Loneliness. Loneliness. Loneliness and money. It's You know, L.A. is expensive. It's mm-hmm. expensive as hell. And I don't... <laughs> I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not rich. Only so, yeah, you know, it's not like I can go ball out all the time. And, mm-hmm. and, and it is really weird, you know, um, going from work back home. Because I'm working with somebody who's driving almost a million dollar car. You know, he's driving a Rolls Royce every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going back to my apartment. But would you say that's kind of like... It's you know, motivating. It's, that's what I'm... It's yeah, mo- it, what I'm it is motivating yeah. to the max. Mm-hmm. Yes. But at the same time, it kind of sucks. Because you got to... Th- like... At the same time, you know, you're sitting in this room. You're like, wow, bro, like, I've, quote, unquote, like, I've made it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, people would kill to be here, like, yeah, like literally. Same. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah. I get in my car and I go back to normal life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But do you do you think of that often? Or would you say it's more like... No, I, I, I don't think because of Because I often. feel like you know you're going to make it one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day... Like, you have the yeah. self-confidence. Yeah. It's, well, it's not... Yeah, I I don't think of it in the sense that like no, I'm not gonna make it. I think mm-hmm. of it in the sense of where it's motivation. Where one day this is gonna be mine. Yeah, right. One day, what I'm doing right now, I'm gonna have somebody else doing what I'm doing right now for me. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like how how I'm strong's personal assistant. Now I'm gonna have my own personal, personal assistant. assistant. Yeah. So I am using it as motivation, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it kind of it kind of sucks. Yeah. Kind of hurts. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Um. Obviously, there's a lot of support back here. Um, like from everyone at home. Yeah. Um, what does that mean to you, like, seeing all the support back home? Bro, it means the world. Mm-hmm. It means the world. Because, like, <sighs> I've always had a really difficult time mm-hmm. with the support thing and the whole quote-unquote hate thing. Bro, I was I, just about to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've always had a difficult time with it. And that's one reason why, after I did the three pop-ups, it's one reason why I didn't do one right away after here again. Is because I just... I didn't know what to think about everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was getting a lot of support, but then there's people that I thought were supporting me. I was getting a lot of hate from. How did you deal with it, with that hate? Um, it really turned to a point where when I made the switch because I saw the impact I can make on somebody's life, mm-hmm. I really just made a switch in my head where it was like, I don't give a damn about you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like, if that sounds harsh or if that sounds rude mm-hmm. or something, I don't mean it in a rude way. Yeah. Is it selfish? Yeah. But is it going to allow me to grow? And is it going to allow me to do the things I need to do to make this universe a better place? Mm-hmm. To take to take my people to a better place? To take my brand to a better place? Yeah. Okay. It's something I'm going to have to do. For sure. Is it swell, selfish? Yeah. But do you, so, do you think that's important? Not to cut you off, but do you think that's important to be selfish? Because I feel like nowadays, a lot of people are letting other people's opinions, other people's comments influence yeah. them in a way where they don't do what makes them happy. Uh, here, Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're doing something, right? Yeah. And you're paying attention to your comments, you're not doing it. Yeah. You're not doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it because you enjoy it. You're doing it because you want the publicity. Yeah. You're doing it because you want you want what what you see 
on TV or what you see on YouTube, these people living it out and doing. Yeah. You want that life. Mm-hmm. You don't want it because of you enjoy the art. Exactly. And you know? at the same time, I feel like this kind of comes back to that whole instant gratification kind of deal where people, they want it, but mm-hmm. they want it now. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, nothing comes now. Yeah. It's, you got to work for it, you know? Yeah. 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 Good point, Colby. Yeah. Instant gratification is, it's, especially with social media nowadays, it's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Do you think it's toxic to a point? Because um, I know there's a lot of celebrities that you'll see on Instagram, they don't follow a single person. Yeah. And they might just follow one person. And you might think, oh, you know, that's just kind of like a flex or something. But then you get to know the story and they're like, no, it's because social media is toxic. Like, I don't like what I'm seeing when I'm scrolling down. Facts. That, you know, that's actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I never really even thought about it in that sense where they're not following other people because they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to see social media. Mm -hmm. I never really even thought about it in that sense, but that's a, that's a brilliant sense to think of it in. And honestly, when when you get to a level of fame, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like when you're on, you know, big, big on social media and shit Mm -hmm. like that, you know, only following one type of one person or whatever, like you don't, you don't want to watch some somebody have a yacht party you mm-hmm. want to go have your own yacht party right you know so like maybe that yeah like i never really like you know you don't want to watch somebody buy a car you'll just go buy your own car mm. you know i never really thought of that like yeah yeah and huh that's yeah or even besides <laughs> that stuff that's like obviously like nice and stuff but i think they were mainly <clears throat> they're mainly talking about like how do i explain it like just the toxicness of other people and the sense where like there's so much negativity oh yeah and social media yeah yeah uh, like yeah so you know somebody posts a picture of them crying or yeah. video of them crying or something like that like, yeah 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 i mean and it, obviously that person that is crying clearly mm-hmm. needs some assistance or needs some help in some yeah. way but your place isn't to take it out on social yeah. media you know right, obviously of course we know that but you know like yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, that that's a really good, that's a really good observation and kind of point point there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw you also showing some images of some shoes. You did a belt, obviously with BB, um, which I'm thankful to own, and I'm actually wearing myself. Hell yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to create, or you want to be getting like your your hands into? You, yes. You, obviously, the shoes. Um, is there any other stuff? Leather goods. Leather goods. Yeah, working with Sharon, I'm surrounded by leather, mm-hmm. and I just see leather material. I, I, you know, I see leather goods all day long, mm-hmm. and leather just such a it has such a luxury to it and such a uh, a quality to it that's like that it, luxury shows power, shows mm-hmm. dominance, right. shows you know. And I want to work with some materials like that. Like if I made that big coat out of some leather. leather. Like think of that, like think, yeah. bro, that could be fire. Like have a cobble, cobble, uh, like a cobble pebble graded or not graded, but um, like patterned mm-hmm. yeah, leather. I know what you mean? You know what I mean? Like that could be fire. Yeah. Have the texture on it and all that stuff. Like I don't know. I really want to work with leathers. Um, uh, yeah. I um, I have a brand called Lonely Star coming out, mm-hmm. and it's avant garde mixed with streetwear. So it's street fashion mm-hmm. that uh, like will have wings and shit on it, mm-hmm. but um. You can take the wings off if you don't want to have the avant-garde look, mm-hmm. you know. So like, that's going to be kind of combining mm-hmm. street fashion with avant-garde fashion to kind of make uh, street wear runway pieces. Yeah, 
Because I always like runway pieces. I think they're cool as shit. But they're never... You can't wear it. No, you can't wear it. Yeah. You know? It's like you wear it once, but then... Yeah, you wear else it, you can yeah, do yeah, yeah, you wear it to, the, mm-hmm. to that premiere or to a big show or whatever, and then you don't wear it again. So, but I want to find a way to to make it so you can wear avant-garde wear as a hip street way. Yeah, I think that would be so cool. That would be dope. Something else that I'd like to say is I find that... Like, I've seen all your uh, Lonely Star stuff, and I find that you do a very good job at combining the avant-garde with the streetwear, yeah. and it's nice giving, you know, your customers that kind of personalization where it's like, you you rock it the way you want to rock it. I'm yeah. not telling you it's got to be like this. I'm not saying it's got to be like that. No. You do you. And, and like, a lot of the pieces will have buttons, magnets, and um, hooks all over it, mm-hmm. because a lot of my pieces, when you purchase it, if you, like, if you, if you like, a, I'll have a coat mm-hmm. that'll be dropping, and it'll have a attachable halo, it'll yeah. have wings, um, and it'll have a bunch of patches and stuff that you can move all around. If you buy the whole, if you buy the main version, you get the wings, the halo, all the patches, and all mm-hmm. the hooks and stuff. So you can literally place, you can place a fucking wing on your, on the front side. You can place a wing on the back side, mm-hmm. and then you, you know everything's own. adjustable and mix and match. Or if you don't want any of the avant-garde stuff, you can get a base model. Yeah, you know. Sure. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool when I get it all get it all figured out. Yeah, it just I'm it just takes a while. See the way that go- I'm gonna love the. See yeah. the way that all turns out. I forgot to ask you. This is very important because people are obviously hearing uh, the name Sharon. Um, who is he? Because I should have asked that in the beginning, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So Sharon Barber is. Uh, he's from Camden, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best spot or anything, but uh, he's in his uh, early forties. Um, he's a fashion designer. Uh, he got his start in the hip hop industry mm-hmm. as a videographer, photographer. And a booking agent. Mm-hmm. He was like booking, you know, artists and venues uh, for music shows and concerts and all that stuff. Um, and then the past seven years, he's been in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't do kind of normal fashion. Um, his main deal is uh, high-end luxury custom pieces. Mm-hmm. So, like your pants. Yeah. Um, or like those mat. Have you seen those? Yeah, like those face masks. Yeah. Those leather face masks with like Louis Vuitton on it. All that stuff. Like just for an estimate. The starting point is $2,000 mm-hmm. for a face mask. Like, he won't sell anything for... Like, if you want a little leather thing around your keys, starting mm-hmm. point, $999. Wait, really? Yeah, so he doesn't sell Jesus. anything less than $1,000. Like, mm-hmm. So he's very high-end. He sells to the recession-proof market. Like, you know, NBA players, little baby... like I, Celebrities. Yeah, I, uh, every day I go... I make all the shipment runs and everything mm-hmm. like that. I'm literally... Packing up a box for the baby. I'm literally packing up a box. You know what I mean? Like, little little Wayne bought a mask. Oh, cool. Here you go, Wheezy. You know what I mean? Like, that's... uh, And the thing, that's your everyday, too. Like, Like but they think they purchase it. Yeah. A lot of brands, you know, be giving that stuff to them for free. No, they purchase it. They pay premium. Little baby paid Sharon 10 vans for a vest and a mask. Like, that's... That's, that's that shit, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that um, shit. I was going to ask you, because I obviously already spoke to you about, um, as far as like the belt and stuff like that, is there anything besides fashion? Like, be- yeah. besides anything like that, that you would like to get into? Yeah. Um, I, I'm i also a manager mm-hmm. for a, a musician named Oh Wow Go Jordy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I, I do like, I like the whole entertainment scene. Just, yeah. um, you know, and fashion is usually tied into entertainment because, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. As far as entertainment know. as like music and uh, music's hostings, um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a big club dude, mm-hmm. but I'd love to host a party at a club. 
Yeah. You know, I feel well, like I could, I feel I like I could be a killer MC up there. Like, Yo, what's up, everybody? How we doing, crazy girls? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you would be a killer MC too. Yeah, I've like, seen how you can get like riled up. Yeah, but yeah, I really want to tap in the music industry um, more so than I already have. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, want to also want to get back into magic. I was about to bring that up too. Cause that's when I, that's how I, when I first met you, I met you at Zoomies. Yeah. I say, and you were telling me how you were trying to resell shoes. You bought yep. a whole bunch of 13s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whole bunch of 13s. <laughs> 13s. And then also I saw some of your magic. Yeah. Would you ever want to get back into that? Like I'm, I'm working on getting back into it. Yeah. I haven't, a lot of the magic stuff is like riding a bike. You don't lose it. It's yeah. just like a little bit difficult getting yeah. back, you know, into it. Um, and once I have like, um. I got to create a, a set of yeah. kind of tricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after I, I come up with my set, I'll, uh, there's a place called the magic castle out in Los Angeles. That's yeah. like a little magic club. Once I make my set, I'll pitch my set to the magic castle. I don't know if I'll ever do it quote unquote professionally again, yeah. but, um, definitely like as a hobby. Hell yeah. I'll get, I'm, I'm, I'm still into it. So For sure. Um, where going back, you told me that, in the next 10 years, you, you told me all the stuff you wanted to do. Has it changed from then? Or is it still the same kind no. of... No. Some things have changed, yeah. What's changed? This might sound weird, but I don't want to be in L.A. for that long. Like, I want to be in L.A. maybe for a maximum of five years. Mm-hmm. An absolute maximum. But after that, I want to... I don't see New York. I want to see Milan, mm-hmm. Italy. I, I want to travel. Like, I want to... See that bro, yeah. like that's honestly a really big goal of mine. I was I was very fortunate enough when I was younger, I I did get to travel some, mm-hmm. you know. So I have seen some more of the world than just Iowa and California, you know. Yeah. But I want to go to Milan. Is you know Milan Fashion Week? That is if you, if you're in the fashion scene, that is the fashion it's week. The holy grail. That yeah, that's the holy grail. Man, I want to see. I want <laughs> I want to set at Milan Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. I want to set at New York Fashion Week. I, I'm. I don't know. Do you want to be a part of like the Met Gala and stuff? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to be in the fashion scene. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just have a brand in the fashion scene. You want to Miller be wants to be in, in fashion. fashion. Yeah. Like you, I, I want people to think of. When like, they think of like fashion designers, they think of yeah. Miller McCoy. Right. They don't yeah. think of Virgil Abloh. For sure. I was just about to ask you that too. What do you think about everything that he's been doing? As because like, a lot of people don't know the story. Like he he was um like. Kanye was his mentor, correct? Yeah. And then, obviously, everyone knew Yeezy as the Louis Vuitton Don. The Don, bro. The LV and Don. And then, after that happened, you know, Virgil went to Pyrex. He started yep. doing his own thing, Pyrex, yep. and then he got a whole argument, or not argument, but it was more like a, a, cease, a cease and assist, yep. because he was printing on uh, Polo. Yeah. And then, after that... He was buying from Dillard's. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. And then, he went from doing that to off-white obviously that blew up but then becoming the head fashion designer for men's for louis vuitton snuck it right out of yeah hands. because yeah, a lot of people were so mad about that and snuck i was like it right out of his how hands. would you feel if you were in that situation as far as you being virgil if i was virgil yeah oh yeah. man I mean, if I was Virgil, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as far, but as far as, like, what about Kanye West? I mean, if I was Kanye West, I'd feel played and I'd feel used. Because he because he did say that. He said that he, he could have gone two ways. One way of, of, like, trying to bash him 
I wouldn't have bat. I would not yeah. bash him. But, but he said he kind of did feel played. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy to me. I don't know. You know, like that. That'd be like. Hell, like. Say like, Riley and I or Colby and I or something like that. We're working. You know, I, I'm working hella for Sharon. Mm-hmm. Also, and Riley and Colby moves out to L.A. Yeah. Sean's like, oh, this dude's doper. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I would be, I, oh my gosh, I would feel you so totally played. you totally kill me. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'd just feel played, bro. Like, like dang. Dang, yeah. I really did all that work with you, and I really did, man. Like, I built like, up this, like, relationship, yeah, and it just yeah. went to shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you think that there's a point where you'll obviously, because I know you spoke a little bit about how you want to be in his position. Yeah. Do you think that will happen? Yeah. Yeah. And positive yes why do you think it's so important because I like the way the only reason why I'm asking you I know you are I feel you are but why do you think it's so important to automatically like yes and not overthink it because I feel like it, 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 I'm a I'm a big believer in manifestation mm-hmm. law of attraction yeah and if if you know what you're here for mm-hmm. if you know your plan and your desires even if it's not mapped out Mm-hmm. If you just have the idea, even if you know, you can make you can make all the you 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 can you can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I've I've been proving to the proving this to myself one year at a time, bro. Mm-hmm. Literally four years ago, I thought I was gonna be in jail or fucking overdosed. Yeah. And now, mm-hmm. like you're living a now. Life I'm, you never now had. I'm literally living the life I used to dream about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like because I made an active mind switch mm-hmm. where I, I I just switched over if anything in my life was giving me negativity or was giving me a feeling of guilt or nastiness or whatever I'm done I'm not doing it yeah why am I doing it you're not gonna get me to where I well, you're not gonna get me, th- doing this ain't gonna get me to where I know I'm gonna get yeah and and it's not it's not being cocky it's not being ignorant it's not being you know like I, I'm not I don't just Go around telling people, oh, "I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the next Virgil Abloh." No, like you show them yeah, that you, you will be. You just show yeah, it for sure. You and just show it. With, you don't say a word about it. Mm-hmm. You I just agree. show it. And with that, um, Miller, do you think you will ever, like, let's say you make it to Shuan's spot? You know, when? when you make it to Shuan's spot. Yes, sorry, but when you make it to Shuan's spot, like you could be top of the top, but do you ever think you'll feel truly satisfied with that? That's a really tough question to ask, and we'll never know till I'm in that spot. In that spot. Till then, um, obviously, I want to thank you, bro. It is currently 10:32 p.m. Um, you got a flight to catch and at 10 in the morning. 11 um, and a half hours. Yeah, I want to thank you again, bro. This was super last minute, but I literally already had these questions prepared. Bro, thank you. I was this like, was yo, good. this was. I was like, one day I'm gonna fly out to LA, which I still plan on doing. Hell yeah! And you're more than welcome. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, I've been literally supporting you since day one. You, no yeah. no BS. No BS. Um, and it's so crazy, like, seeing you from start to finish. Not finish, I should yeah. say, but currently. Start to present. Start to present. Um, I, I always say finish because I feel like you've gotten so far. And I can't wait to see where you go in, in the future. Life. Yeah. Um, what's your last message to the people who are listening currently? Um at this time thank you all so much for listening and for playing a part in this um a good message or not a good a big message for everybody out there would honestly just 
fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't mean that in a rude or offensive way. Mm-hmm. But if you have your mindset to something, or if you want to just try something, but you're too, you don't want, you don't want your neighbor, you don't want your girlfriend or your boyfriend, or you don't want your friend to think of you as copying somebody, or to think of you as being stupid, or, or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Honestly, if it's going to bring you any sort of joy, and you're not going to harm anybody else, do it. Yeah. Do, do it. it. Just do it. Just do it. Nike it. <laughs> Nike, Nike it. Nike it. Uh, three stripes? No. No, it's just it's, uh, <laughs> checks over here. Checks over here, you heard? Yeah, no um, where can people find you? Yeah, man. Uh, check me out on Instagram, Miller McCoy, or Clothing Human. Uh, Snapchat, Miller McCoy. But there's an additional Y after McCoy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, follow, go follow all that stuff. Um, again, I want to thank you again, bro. This was super last minute. I'm super happy that you were able to, you know, sit down with thank me. Thank you for getting me in, yeah. And um, this means a lot to me, bro, honestly. Especially, like I said, from day one to the present. Like, it's just, it's it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and I want to thank you again, of course. Every single time thank we sit you, down, super energetic. I'm always going to support no matter what. Amen. Um, and especially, you know, when that time comes, when you are there where you want to be right now, it I think it's going to be crazy for sure. Um, Thank you, bro. So I appreciate you again. You'll be right I, I there literally, with me. Yeah, You'll I appreciate be right there that. With me. Um, and, uh, of course, you can always find the podcast on all major listening platforms, all that good stuff. Big shout-out to Anchor for sponsoring. The podcast is always showing love. And all that type of stuff. And um, I really hope you guys, you know, took some inspiration from this. I certainly always do. It's more inspiring to, especially someone that I personally know, um, doing the things that he's doing. It's completely inspiring and life-changing. So, again, thank you to everyone. Till next time. Peace. Deuces.